Hire me, I'll solve your problems, and then fire me. It's as simple as that. As far as I know, I'm the only fitness consultant in this space not trying to build a business out of gym owner codependence. I don't do long-term contracts. I don't do group calls or give you templated systems that are given to everyone. I don't do masterminds, and I look forward to the day you fire me. See, my superpower is that I am really damn good at coming up with unique solutions to your specific business problems. I engineer the strategy and then empower you to execute it. And I solve these problems in a way that matches the type of business you want to run. I don't try to force you into any specific model. I consult with up to 30 gyms per month. When I hit that number, I don't take on anyone else until one of my clients fires me, freeing up the next spot a moment that I proudly look forward to every damn time. Because my goal is to provide solutions to your problems while simultaneously educating you so that you'll be able to run your gym independently. So if you're looking for an efficient, bespoke solution that won't try to upsell you or keep you locked into some mentorship program or online courses, then shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. Let me know what problems you're trying to solve and I'll let you know if I'm your guy. All right, thanks for listening. Let's get on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. Employee retention. And I this topic, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna take it into some places that I I don't think I was originally planning on taking it on when I was thinking of recording this. So I've seen uh other people like um I've been seeing people make like a little triangle, right? And show the, what's the bottom layer of that triangle or that pyramid, I'm sorry, um, for a business. And there's a lot of different models out there and none of them are wrong. Um, some people have systems at the bottom. Some people have sales at the bottom as the foundation, whatever it may be. For me, it's always been um, people. And you can think of that in like customers, but I've always thought of that in terms of HR, human resources, I've always been big that the the constant in every successful gym I've worked with is I'm looking at employees that have been there 10 plus years. Now, I on the other side of that coin, if I can if I assign that as okay, you know, I can assume one has probably a successful business based on the tenure of their employees or their employee retention. And again, employee retention is going to vary for certain roles. And this is where I think this conversation is going to get a little weird. The employee retention for a coach, which is, in my opinion, the bottom of the food chain in the micro gym setting. Okay. And I, and I, I'm saying this with a huge asterisk, like a huge Barry Bonds level asterisk. I'm not saying that in terms that coaches are not important. Coaches are pivotal. They are 100% instrumental for the delivery of your fitness service. And I don't care what fitness model you're running or business model you're running. Individual design, personal training or semi-private training, micro gym, whatever it is. They are absolutely pivotal. Like without them, the model doesn't work. However, they are the lowest on the, the food chain there because A, the work is the work that they do is done every single day and it's sometimes it's done you know many hours of the day. Okay? 
the work that we do in our business that happens over and over and over and over again, repetitively, hourly, many times repetitive tasks throughout the day, means that the work is not that exclusive. It means the work is cannot be that difficult. Okay? Like, think of the most difficult jobs out there. Like, things that are of very high skill. Well, they're not happening by a, an, a huge surplus of people hourly, multiple, nine times out of the day. Okay? Like, you know, how many underwater welders are there in the world, okay? And I'll give you the answer. In comparison to the amount of fitness coaches and personal trainers and group fitness trainers, uh, very, 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 very few, okay? Think of the skill set required to do one or the other. I don't think you can go and take a weekend course or an online cert or spend, you know, a couple, you know, two years you know, observing and learning and then go and do that and call yourself a professional, right? I don't, I don't think that's how it works with underwater welding, right? Um, think of the, 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 what happens when that, you know, we think of what an underwater welder does, right? If that underwater welder doesn't do their thing right, we're talking catastrophe, like absolute catastrophe, you know, uh, oil leaks into the ocean, fucking, um, you know, deep horizon or whatever the fuck that movie was with Mark Wahlberg, like that kind of shit goes wrong. In the fitness industry, we have a surplus of coach. Like there's a lot of people who would call themselves, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer, I'm an instructor. They would call themselves that. I'm a fitness professional. There's a lot of them. Okay. In the micro gym thing, that group of individuals that you have employed as the coaches, while they're pivotal, they're at the bottom of the food chain because that work is done at such a high volume. If you think about it right now, if if you had a killer sales manager, someone who they literally, or they, they manned your CRM and did lead nurture like fucking Mozart conducting a symphony. They closed people at the, the highest degree. Well, what, how often are they closing somebody? They're probably, I mean, if you, if you're in a, like a, a, if you're in a globo gym setting, like personal training setting, we'd close six or seven clients a day. Like we were literally making $10,000 of personal training a day. In a micro gym where we're selling group memberships, we're maybe doing some PT first. You're probably, I mean, again, most of us, there's definitely plenty of us that are doing this, but most of us are not closing a membership every single day. We're not going 25 out of 30. Now, some of you definitely are. And again, I'm, I'm trying to talk to the that bell curve 60%, not the top 20%. But you're coaching classes every day, four, five, six, seven, eight of them a day. Think about how hard it would be to hire. Let's say you had an amazing sales manager and then you lost them. They got hit by a truck. Do you think it'd be easier or harder to find a sales manager than it would be if a coach quit on you and you had to find someone to fill 12 to 15 classes a week? I think we'd all agree there's probably a surplus of instructors, trainers, and coaches there's not a surplus of incredible sales managers specific to the fitness industry. Because if there were, more of you would be hiring them. 
It's funny, I uh, just did a, a payroll reallocation project, and this one was a lot of fun because there's uh, $4,000 left over in payroll after I reallocated some things. So they're like, okay, four grand, that's great. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give my GM a raise, and I'm gonna hire another part-time coach to create a buffer. And I said, and I looked at it, and I knew the GM had just gotten a raise less than 12 months ago, and I knew their salary was competitive. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, they're not buying a boat, but they're sure as hell, you know, above average paid for the industry. And my advice, or my advice was, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I want you to take that four grand and every month put it into a savings account. He's like, why? What am I going to do with it? I'm like, you're going to stack it until you find a sales manager. They're like, you mean just for the, like just memberships? I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. Someone who wants to make great bonuses working from home. So you can let them work remotely. Now, would you want them to be there on site and a part of the culture? I'm sure you would. I promise you, you take the odds of you finding that person from low to incredibly unlikely to happen, okay? But how are they going to know the culture of my gym and things like that? Trust me, hold on, I'm almost there. You're going to stack that 4000 bucks every month. And I bet you, it takes you three to six months to find this person. So at the end, let's say you find them in three, you've stacked $12,000, if you find them in six, you've stacked $24,000. We're going to offer a very, very competitive compensation package. You're going to offer a base salary maybe of three grand a month, base, and that's going to cover working all the leads, lead nurturing everyone, and that's all lead nurture. And then they're going to do all the prospect nurturing. Once people have come on site, all the prospect nurturing, and then you're going to be, you'll eventually give them like current customers to be following up with maybe. But this sales manager's job is to, again, because you can do this at this level in this day and age, is to perform 90% of the closing through the CRM, phone calls, and emails. That way when they come in, the person actually doing the closing is doing a very minimal amount. All the hard work's been done. The lead, this sales manager has sent over the information. This is their deal. This is what they got going on. This is what they did in the past. Don't talk about this. Talk about this and preps them. And for $36,000 a year or that $3,000 salary I mentioned, plus the commission compensation packages we can create, which are fucking awesome, this person would be more than happy to do so. Now, would it be great if they were on site? It sure would. Would it be great if they attended your classes and loved your unique belief in fitness? It sure would. But let me tell you this. You have a bunch of that in your building already, and none of them are fucking phenomenal salespeople. None of them are making you money. Your coaches right now don't make you money. They service the money that was already made. You attracted them. You converted them. And now the coaches deliver the service to them. Remember, there's five functions of a micro gym. Attract, convert, deliver, collect, and connect. So if you had someone and you went to the market and you found a sales manager and you invested, you know, you stack that money like in this hypothetical scenario, like I'm pitching this gym. And I'm like, so like, what, why am I stacking that money though? I'm like, well you're probably going to want to fly someone in for an interview once they make it past like our second or third Zoom interview. 
They're like, man, two or three Zoom interviews, that's pretty intense. I'm like, yeah, you're, this is a big fucking role, right? And when you shoot off a flare, like, hey, we're going to fly you in for training and all that. If we select you, you will be having a base salary of, you know, 3000 or $3,200 a month plus commission. You can be making six, seven grand a month from home. We just need you to be an appointment setter, a closer. We need you to live and speak our brand. We, you know, we, this, this needs to be, you are a part of this fucking team. And when you shoot that off into the ether, trust me, you will get rid of it. How do you think Jim Launch grew to the hundreds and hundreds of employees it has? Do you think all those people are local to Jim Launch headquarters, wherever the fuck that is? No, there are incredible fucking salespeople all over the country remotely. If you don't believe me, go on upwork.com. U-P-W-O-R-K. Search remote sales. You will find no less than 11,000 fucking individuals of different ethnicities and, you know, locations. And I mean, domestically in the United States and abroad, different pay rates, what they charge. They're like, that'll show you a resume. Like, bro, I've fucking sold everything. I sold solar panels. I've sold cell phone plans over the phone. I've sold gym memberships over the phone. I've sold supplements over the phone. You, I mean, these people are out there, but none of you are talking about this kind of an individual because you put all the emphasis on the coach, which again, the coaching is important, but it's the bottom of the fucking pyramid of this. It is. And again, me, me and my boy, Sean Pastuch, I think we go round for round on this. I think we'd agree maybe more than we disagree, but my other thing on the coach is the coach is the most opportunity for actually the most, let's not call it opportunity, the most vulnerability because they have to be in person. It means that when things go wrong, it can make their, uh, their performance suffer because they have to be in person and do the whole thing, the song and dance in front of the client. When their girlfriend breaks up with them, when their grandma dies, when they get the flu, when they uh, are hungover because they went on a buddy's bachelor party over the weekend, it impacts their performance. Now, can those things impact someone remotely over the phone or CRM? Sure, but you and me both know not the same fucking way. No one's going to know that your remote sales guy, Johnny, has got bags under his eyes because he was fucking crushing Heinekens and Jager bombs on the Jersey Shore all weekend. But he fucking showed up on Monday. He had 15 people in the pipeline. He converted two new memberships on that day for you. And they're coming in and he sets you up. You know, this is, they're coming in for their first member. They're coming in for their first day. Can people really sell memberships over the phone, Stu? They sure as fuck can, especially at your price point. We're not, I mean, there's people that sell memberships that are thousands of dollars over the phone. Not, I mean, you're talking 180 bucks, right? What, 200 bucks for your gym membership? Maybe less? Of course they fucking can't. That's, that's not even a joke. The hardest part about this, honestly, in the gyms that I've had come to me, and it's very few that have wanted to pursue this, the commissions aren't high enough (laughs) because what you sell isn't expensive enough. These guys are like, yeah, I'm good. $160 per membership. Unless you're going to pay me for like every membership for like, you know, again, they, they want bigger commissions than what we can financially afford for those gyms sometimes. Right. They're like, I'm really good at sales. Like, that's what I do. I, I'm going to go sell cranes 
and elevator systems because I know the commission checks there are always in the mid to high five figures, if not in the six figures. This guy, is, I, the reason I'm bringing, I'm bringing this up because it is so boring, so boring to sit here and listen to everyone. Like we have to professionalize all the coaches. Like to grow your business, you need better coaches. We got to get coaching better, better coaching, better professional coaches. I'm a hundred percent in agreement. Of course you do. Of course you do. But my God, like that is all you guys have, you guys, and I'm, yes, I am pointing at fingers. Uh, this is all you guys have been talking about for, a, you know, the 10 to 20 years that the micro gym industry has been relevant. I got to professionalize the coach. I got to professionalize the coach. I got to, you know, coaches matter. Like the product on the floor is the, the ultimate result of a great gym. Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. You, what you are saying is not wrong. But if that's where it stops for you and you literally have nothing beyond that, that's where I'm like, you are going to, you're not going to build the level of success I think you believe you could build because you have not realized any level of higher skill labor other than the coach. And what, you just hope like, well then yeah, they could become a general manager. Okay, then what, fuckface? Well, by then I'll be super successful at four locations and I'll let them run one of my locations. Okay, sure, that could work if that's actually what's going to fucking happen. Do you know what the odds of that are fucking happening? Not highly. Again, I hope it does. And I want you have to professionalize the coaches. They have to have proper education. They have to know how to sell. They have to know how to retain. They need to know all the things. What I'm saying is that your org chart is fucking missing some critical components. Critical. You guys all want to shit on the franchise, the, the orange theories, the metabolics, the fucking, the berries. You know what all these brands have? They have fucking sales managers. They have fucking people who are in charge of sales. I walked into Mark Fisher Fitness a little over, you know, whatever it was, six, seven weeks ago. Mark Fisher Fitness is a single location, 100% unscalable. Like you're not scaling this to multiple locations. All right. Not, not without, you know, an incredible amount of hard work and luck. I walked upstairs into the bullpen. Bullpen, for all you guys don't know, it's the general where people are dialing and smiling and selling people. I walked into the bullpen and there was, there were two guys. One specifically, I remember he was just like, he didn't even acknowledge me. Like the owner of the company, Mark Fisher walks up. He's like, Hey guys, this is Stu. And this dude to, I mean, and with nothing, I got nothing but respect. This guy is so heads down in the middle of a close. And I was just looking at Mark. I'm like, dude, this is it, man. This is phenomenal. This is why you did a million dollars in year one, two in year two, three in year three, four in year four. And that's not the only reason. There's plenty of reasons. Go listen to that three hour conversation I had with my boy, Mark Fisher to understand the, the genius behind that brand. Um, what a good fucking human. God, I'm so glad people like him. I've, I have the privilege of calling colleagues and friends. Um, but you like the rest of you guys, you, you know, you think about this, you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to get a retention specialist or like I have a client success manager. I love that. Hell yes. But I also know that you are struggling. Like, you know, you're not making as much money as you want. 
Revenue Generating Activities, RGA. There are very few activities that occur within every minute of every hour of every day in your micro gym that generate revenue. Think about it. When you run a great class, does that directly generate revenue? No. And I know you're going to say, well, Stu, indirectly, that client could have such a great experience, they tell all their friends. Yeah, again, tell me how that's worked out for you in the past eight years you've been in business, fuckface. How many lifetime referrals has every client one time per year brought you one referral? The answer is no. So let's not act like referrals and like this whole, like you gotta, it's the, that's the secret. No, that's not the secret sauce for client acquisition and growth of the company. That's the secret sauce for retention. Do they need to be professional coaches? Do you, they have to have an amazing on floor product? Yes, but that doesn't directly grow the business. Those of you guys that teach this, like to hide behind that fucking bullshit and sell it to everybody as if that's the solution because you don't fucking have the sales solution. Probably because you came up within a micro gym system that didn't place an emphasis on sales, right? Like I, I, I know one thing Sean and I would 100% agree on with this is that sales is the lifeblood of the business. I, you know, and I feel comfortable sharing this, like having a conversation with Sean, Sean is probably the pre created more free content on ethical sales and free, you know, he does these free boot camps and workshops. And I know they're like maybe 10 or 20 bucks, you know, a little skin in the game for you to show up, but essentially free information on how to sell ethically. He's one of the best out there. I know doing it. Sean's still the best salesman in that company. I would argue. I would say he's probably the best marketer because of his following and his influence and also the best salesman because he's got years and years and years and years and years of practice. He's got confidence. He's got the whole thing. I'm sure Larry and uh, Cody and the rest of the team are not far, far off behind him. And I'm only speaking about this because again, what good is having these intimate relationships um, with these people and businesses if I can't reference them on here? And I'm not throwing shade in any way, shape or form, obviously. But I look at that and, you know, Sean, Sean, they make that company, that company makes money because he places an emphasis on sales and Sean's still the best one at it, right? Like he has, it's hard to replace Sean. Some of you guys are the best at sales in your gym and it will be hard to replace you. But my God, take a note from what I'm saying right now or what, take a note from Sean's book of what he's doing and fucking try. Hire people that are specifically good at sales. And do not go to the CrossFit Games next year and fucking drop five grand in Madison, you silly fuck. Take people and train them. Buy the skills and the speed to train them in sales. You can hire incredible sales coaches too that will come and for five grand put on a private, you know, probably remote or in-person seminar for you and your staff and teach you better sales. You can pay to go to sales-based conferences. And they don't have to be fitness specific because sales is universal. I started this off by saying this conversation was going to get weird. And, and this is kind of what I meant. I, con maybe like controversial is the word, not weird. But that base of the pyramid, it's not, in my opinion, it's not systems. It's not how many customers you close. It's the people in the building. It's, and when I say building, I mean the HR department. And I believe too many of you are so boring with how you think of growing the business. You're like, oh, it's a good bunch of great coaches. No, you won't. What the fuck is wrong with you? That'd be like, literally, if Chipotle was like, I'm going to grow Chipotle into this incredible company and all I need are great burrito wrappers. 
if you're a great, if we wrap the best burritos in town, we're going to grow like cray cray. That's not how it fucking works. You have to, there's so much more in that business and higher late, like higher skill labor positions. The burrito wrapping happens every minute in Chipotle. You know, what doesn't happen every minute. Uh, the, the guy that's going out and picking the fucking, you know, the sustainable non-GMO fucking farms to get the best quality fucking product, right? Um, the guy who's going out and taking the business model, because it's a franchise, and selling it to the future franchisees who are then going to grow the brand because it's a franchise model. Like, you guys get the idea. Like, sales is, we all know sales is the lifeblood of the business. Sales people in the micro gym industry from where I'm standing are the most underutilized and misunderstood roles in the business. And I understand a lot of owners, and this is where I'm going to get deep on some shit. You are afraid to hire really, really good salespeople because you know, you can't, you can't develop them. You don't mind hiring coaches because you're probably an incredible coach. I said just a few minutes ago, you're probably the best salesperson, but that's by default. <laughs> it's because you're the only motherfucker showing up for all the consults. You're probably, and no offense, you may not actually be the, that great at sales. You could be the best salesperson in your company, which is like coming in first at the Special Olympics, right? Again, this isn't throwing shade at anything. This is just facts. I believe a lot of gym owners are very nervous to hire sales-based professionals in their company, especially remote. They, 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 you know, they're micromanagers as it is, which strangles their business instead of allowing it to grow. But they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't like the idea of someone coming in who's way better at this than I am. Now, some of you are not there. Some of you are actual adults and you don't have this bitch-assness deep inside your heart. So you're able to go ahead and say, fuck that. Like, I, I want whatever grows the company. I'm the CEO. I'm not meant to be the best at all this shit. I'm meant to fucking put the best team together. Do you guys know that's what CEOs do? They don't, they, they, they are, they don't grow the business directly. They grow it indirectly. The salespeople, the coaches, the customer service, they grow it directly and indirectly, but the CEO grows it a hundred percent indirectly through the vehicle of putting together the best team. That's why HR will always be the biggest bane of a CEO's existence. That's why most gym owners, that's the one hat we'll always wear. If CEO is the one hat we're going to wear, head of HR will always be the other one, in my opinion. That's going to be very, 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 there's no, I don't think there's enough margin to outsource that. I'm hoping this is hitting for some of you guys. Like when you think about it, like I just need more members. You, you might, I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of you guys though, but I promise you, I fucking promise you. You want to do a social media audit? Like literally tone, you raise your hand and say, yes, do I need more leads? I promise you we get on a call. I do a social media audit on you. I am, I tell you, I'll walk you through exactly how to fix those problems on your social. I promise you're getting, you can get enough leads organically. There's just enough interest in fitness right now. Go to all the searches, right? CrossFit is still being searched at an all time high. Hit is being searched at an all-time high. 
boot camps are still being searched at a very high rate. Personal training is being searched at an all-time high. If you guys really study the Google trends of what's being searched, everyone's like, yeah, everyone finds me from Google. I'm like, yeah, no, no shit, dude. <laughs> You're kidding me? At a crossword, you'd be like, yeah, no, it's just, you know, Google's our number one thing. I'm like, uh, yeah, that'd be like saying, yeah, well, my number one source of vitamin D is the sun. I get, of course, you live in fucking Arizona. You're a gym. You're a CrossFit gym. You have CrossFit in your SEO. And there's a lot of people that search CrossFit. There is. There's a lot of people that search gyms near me. Like, there, you guys don't understand. There's more people searching for fitness in your area than you want to admit because you know how few people are walking through your fucking door. If you could go ahead and just, if we fix your, your social, let's say we fix your organic lead generation problem, right? Your CAS, client acquisition system, that's fixed. The next problem I promise you is your sales. I have never run into a gym with an incredible lead acquisition system that could not improve on sales or couldn't do it better with less effort by having a dedicated person. Because it's generally the owner who's having to split time. Like the owners like finally kind of removed themselves from the business, but they're running into the gym at 445 to do a consult and then sticking around until, you know, 545 for the next consult. And like, again, because they haven't gone this route. So I'm going to wrap this thing up. This How long did this fucking go? 28 minutes. That's how long this fuck... You guys, look, the reason this goes is the traffic in Charlotte right now is complete bullshit. Um... This is why I hate driving. Uh, I cannot wait to put my kid on a bus. I don't care which bus it is. I don't even care if it's going to the right school. I'm just putting her ass on a bus as soon as I can. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, if this hit for you, you want to talk shop, shoot me a DM uh, at WTF Gym Talk. I'd love to, to talk shop with you on it. I just think when I look at this and I look at gyms that have surplus pay, uh, some surplus cash in the business, and they're thinking, well, how do I deploy this? Don't you dare buy a fucking cold plunge, you idiot. Like, what would be great for your business? What would help it grow for the next 10 plus years? A dedicated salesperson. All right, that's my thoughts. Until I talk to you guys in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.